0: Hello and welcome to another podcast of things we're about to do on radio. I've just sorted out my pop shield in case you're interested. And to be fair, you won't notice because it still pops, even with the pop shield. I don't know, they're a total rip-off. But the point is, we did a podcast, we did a podcast and it came out something possibly sounding perhaps a little bit like this. Welcome along to today's show, four-day week vibes. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, there is something wrong with that if it's because of um, general strikes That's less good than a bank holiday. In general, people would agree with that. Most people would agree with that. That's not what we're here to talk about. That's what I do elsewhere. Um, On the show today, we moan about the people who sing. That's it, really. We moan about the people who sing. Not what you expect from music-based radio. There's another cost-of-living crisis uh, update. That's not good either, is it? Here's an alternative. You know how fish is getting expensive. I might have another way for you to get your fishy treats. Um, How much would you change for a partner? And I don't mean like, I'll break that 20 for you, love. I don't mean that. How much would you change about you for the one who love? We'll be getting to the bottom of that as well on today's show. This is in the... You must have seen this story about the brawl that kicked off up north in a theatre. Not just because it's up north. It was because they were doing a performance of the bodyguard and the singer was just about to give it the old I will always love you and uh, then they had to shut the show down, showing that she wouldn't always love you. Well, I suppose you knew it had to end at some stage. Um, So police were called to a musical version of The Bodyguard after rowdy audience members halted a performance. Yeah, but by singing. They were trying to join in. And isn't it weird that you only ever really get this in those kind of musicals? Like I've never read a news story about this happening at the opera. Someone's gone along with a bottle of red wine smuggled into a handbag and they're just ready to kick off and join in with Bizet's Carmen. Never really happens, is it? So anyway, there's been a lot of hoo-ha on the internet about it. The singer has spoken about it. Alison Hammond got in trouble for saying, oh, all right, I want to go to a place where I can sing. And then it's now apologised. What's going on with it? How about we just say this? It's right that the police were called if you start singing along. Especially if you sing like me. The number of times we've done comedy songs on this show, I'm amazed we've not had a police presence as I leave the building. I think it's because the show is quite short. Interesting story about this bloke. He's in the newspapers. A 60-year-old bloke called Paul Slozar. Cool name for sci-fi, I suppose. But he grew a two-foot, one-inch moustache. That's quite a lot. It covers quite a lot of the face. Two-foot, one-inch moustache after his wife moaned that his normal moustache was like kissing a brush. So he had a normal moustache, and she was like, No, I don't like that. She's from America. I don't like that. It's like kissing a broom, because they probably call it a broom rather than a brush. And instead, he thought, oh, I'm not going to shave it. i will grow a two-foot-long moustache. I mean, surely they should just divorce. <laughs> Imagine that. N- not technically biting your nose to spite your face, but definitely covering the rest of your face to spite your wife. Oh, it's, I don't like your moustache. It's too bristly. So he just grows one that makes him look like a wise man from China. But now, she doesn't complain that kissing him uh, feels like a brush, because she probably goes nowhere near him. But it does make me wonder: What would you change for your partner? Because you know, we all, in theory, you shouldn't change, right? You should be your true self and find people who are attracted to the real you. That's ah, a load of rubbish. It's not like that, is it? You find someone and they start to pick away who you are. So, what changes have you made for a partner? What would you change for a partner? we like to keep you up to date with cost of living crisis nonsense just to make us all feel bad about how much stuff costs you know it costs so much i know martin it's uh, it's quite expensive is what it is the latest one tea bags have now apparently been uh, they've oh there we go the packs have been slashed the price has been hiked get it up right so each pack of the ones we're about to talk about 69p more this is twi- twinnings 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 cut many of its products from 100 bags to 80 bags. Ouch. By then, like when you're about 80 bags into a box, that's just when you're getting going, isn't it? Apparently, um, yeah, it's it's the double rip-off. So the prices are going up and the product's going down. I'm not sure this is wise, because things could get pretty hairy in the UK if we don't get our tea. Yeah, sure, make your cakes expensive. Get an egg shortage, no one cares. But if you take away our tea. How many times have you seen an episode of EastEnders where things are about to go really badly and then someone says, Oh, I have a nice cup of tea. If there were no tea, it would just escalate. Wolford would be. was such a state. By, by now, Wolford wouldn't even exist on a map. You look for it, have a look. So all I'm saying is. I think tea is too big to fail in the UK. The government should step in and somehow, if they can subsidise their own bars, they could buy me a brew. This one shocked me. In the papers, we'd just like to review the pointless news stories, in case you don't know what we're doing now. We're speaking German in record numbers. I'm not, so I don't know who else is doing this. Around 250,000 Brits are learning the language. That's up 20% in a year. And I understand why we always learn French at school because it's just over there, isn't it? You just go on a day trip. You need a bit of French. You go over there and give us give me some je voudrais un kilo de pêche blay. But now, of course, you can't go to France because massive queues and no one seems to be working the border. So, why bother learning French? But now they're going for German instead. Really, we are not that creative about other languages. It's just get a map out, see what's nearby. Can we learn, how does, what do they speak in Ireland? Oh, all right, we'll count not next one. It does seem to me, though, that for those of us who grew up in a generation where our grandparents said things like, if it weren't for us, you'd be speaking German. We are, actually, still. Turns out, it would be a lot easier if you actually just, if it was the f- first language, it'd be a lot easier. You wouldn't have to sit at GCSE, would you? There's... Often, and we've covered it already on the show, um, cost of living crisis stuff out there. A while ago we were talking about how, like months ago, how expensive fish and chips were. This is when we had a dearth of the oil to fry them in and the fish were running out, so fish and chips became massively expensive. Only the posh people with their little pinkies sticking out. Which it turns out, if you do go to dinner with loads of posh people and you know that posh people eat with their little pinkies sticking out, that means their finger, not... well. I can't give you the rest of the details of that story, but I've never been invited back since. Shark and chips is back on the menu at takeaways because the price of cod is so high. I don't, they, don't think they mean lone shark and chips. They might do. So let's read on. The government's allowing British fishermen to restart catching North East Atlantic spur dog. Sounds like a pint, but it's a 40 inch long shark. The. I've often said I should only eat things that I could beat in a fist fight which is why I'd end up going vegan, but the idea of eating shark. But apparently this uh, also could see us having rock salmon and dogfish on there. If you can't tell the difference, then that's all right, but the only thing I know about sharks is I watch the film Jaws. And if I'm tucking into my fish and chips and then all of a sudden a car number plate falls out of there, uh, uh, it's good for me in terms of getting me iron, but I don't like the rest of it. We were talking about this story of a bloke who had a moustache And his wife didn't like the moustache she said it's like kissing a brush and he presumably said to her how do you know what do you what do you get up to when not at home and then he gets jealous and he never leaves her at home with a brush ever again and that means she never has to do any sweeping clever it's mind games but the actual phoning we're doing is what would you change about yourself for your partner for your loved one because it turns out this guy, he got rid of his small moustache and grew a two-foot-long one instead. Probably not what she was, you know. Be careful what you wish for. That's what we learn from films like Bedazzled. But um, John gets in touch. What would you change, John? Hello, Steve. One thing I have changed about myself, for my partner, yeah. is I've stopped nicking her chocolate out of the fridge. Well, that's a good thing, isn't it? That's a step in the right direction. That's compromise. That's that's being considerate. Now I nick it before she even puts it in the fridge, Steve. Well, you've again. Maybe you've come to the wrong place. Maybe you need some uh, counselling, but you don't because you're getting chocolate. Fair play. Loving your work, mate. There's a little story just before, because we're running out of time, and that's good to throw in the stories that are utterly pointless and no one ever needs. Like this one. A drunk who broke off and stole a thumb of a £4 million Chinese terracotta warrior at a museum faces jail in Philadelphia, US. I suppose the take-home message there is don't nick things. You might go to jail. That's good. That's a good news story. I was trying to think, could we claim that he was caught red-handed? I mean, terracotta, it's not quite red, is it? So maybe we... mm, mm, Not quite. I like technology, we know this, but every so often in the news, there's a story about technology that just wigs me out. Scientists spend too long thinking about if they could, not if they should. Well, here's the headline from the Mirror, I think this one is. um, Humans will be able to upload dead people onto a computer by 2024. So next year. What? I don't want to. That seems morbid and terrifying, that you can upload relatives onto a computer and do, like, an AI version of them. And the reason it scares me, firstly, it just seems a bit gross. I suppose my mindset is, you know, you say goodbye to people, but also I spent most of my time when relatives have been alive trying to keep them away from my browser history. been dealing with the story of a man who had a moustache, his wife didn't like it, so he grew a much longer moustache. So, I mean, it's... It's not a great sign for their relationship, is it? But I was going to say, if if she leaves him, what can he do? Take it on the chin. You can't find his chin under a two-foot-long moustache. So we were saying, what would you change for your other half? Let's get through some of these. John says uh, he's even changed his undies. You've done quite a lot. Um, Susan says, I changed and sacrificed a lot when I met my hubby. I stopped dating other men. Okay, you know what, good. And apparently, I've stopped having nice nights out too. Well, you really have given, haven't you? That's what I like about you. You are are all give in this exchange. All right, podcast in your face. Bosh, done. How'd you like them pods? You can subscribe to wherever you found this. You could tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen. And other than that, our business here is done. So, till next time. Bye.